So continuing our development of metta practice this afternoon, as we've said in so many different ways over these days in these afternoon practice sessions, metta is about warming up the field of our experience, field of our relationship to ourselves, to our experience, and to the world. And to, you know, as you probably know, developing this warm, connected feeling to all categories of beings. I really think of metta as saying yes, with a big capital Y, yes. This is how it is. But moving into that with this sense of connection, sense of warmth, sense of friendliness, sense of appreciation. And of course, those qualities aren't necessarily there all the time, But that can be the intention, the intention with which we practice and the obstacles and the challenges and the the difficulties that we experience along the way of cultivating this are all part of this beautiful unfolding of the metta feeling. And we're just kind of strengthening the muscle. Someone talked this morning about a concentration muscle. Well, I really think there's a metta muscle too. And it's kind of centered around the heart, the area of the chest. But I think it's more of a full body uh, experience than just that. It's really ability, willingness, interest in just keeping on meeting experience, life, ourselves, keep showing up with a sense of kindness, very simply, kindness, friendliness, acceptance. And today, I'm I actually happy that I'm teaching at this part of the retreat, the metta, because we're shifting again the focus. The traditional teaching is to start where it's easy and we can develop and ground in the metta feeling, so start with ourselves, and James did a whole talk on how sometimes that can be challenging, the sense of judging and and, uh, um, self-criticism we can sometimes have, but actually being willing to to stay with the metta for self, uh, develop it in a beautiful, profound way, can be really life-transforming. But then the next category is the benefactor, someone whom your heart easily opens for. So we, again, ground and develop the practice where it's easy. And then moving to the dear friend where there there can be a lot of love, but there's usually more complexity. There's usually a history and a lot of experiences that you've had together. And so it just kind of can push some of our edges. Sometimes not, but it certainly can. And sometimes you can see how people can float between these different categories, right? They don't just land firmly in one. The friend can become dearly beloved or the most difficult person, and it's the same person. So we just notice how the heart responds. But today we move to this interesting category we call the neutral person. And I I really think this is a profound shifting because most of us, when we think of metta, we think of, you know, metta love, boundless metta, where it's easy to open. So whether it's whoever you put in those easy categories, friends, family, children, parents, pets, you know, oh, we love, that's great. We love to do that kind of metta because the heart opens. Or we think, 
We should go to where it's really difficult because that's where I need the metta. And even though we always advise you not to, I'm sure you are already bringing in whoever's difficult because that's where it's kind of a magnetic pull to heal those relationships, to shift those relationships. But the wisdom of this training is don't go there yet actually stay in these fields where it's somewhat easy. But as I said, today, shifting a little to this category of neither beloved nor difficult. This is a realm of being that we rarely give attention to, right? They're the people who are in the way, you know? There's the ones we care about and the ones we, you know, we have these strong relationships with that everyone else is kind of beneath the radar. And this is what's so amazing about this as a training is we actually bring all of those beings into consciousness and pose the question, can we care there too? Can we open the heart to someone we don't really know? And as I said, this is all part of the strengthening of this field or capacity of metta. And it's kind of the tipping point or the shift from um, you know, meta in the close and, and, and uh, known field to all beings. But we take this one person to represent this category. So as I'm speaking, I'll be inviting you to choose someone. And so in this category, the neutral person, it's someone who we might know a little bit. Obviously, we have to know them a little bit to uh, direct the meta, but we don't know very much about them. We might know their name. Maybe they work at the post office or the supermarket or the bank. Or maybe it is your mailman or woman. Maybe it's someone here on the retreat who you've seen around, you know their name or not, but you don't know anything about them. So we take up this one person and see if we can develop the same kind of well-wishing. Even as I'm speaking and maybe you're casting your mind about for this suitable candidate, notice how quickly the mind moves into liking or not liking, right? Like, check, nope, 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 nope. Because either you, you, you feel yourself drawn towards them, oh, I've noticed that person, they have a really kind face, I like them. Or I've noticed that person, they do something that irritates me, there's a little closing down. So... The next instruction is you don't have to find the perfectly neutral person. Maybe that person doesn't exist for you. If you know them a little bit, it's just interesting to see how easily the mind moves, the heart moves into liking or not liking. But we want to find someone basically neutral. You don't have any strong story about or connection to. So again, thinking about who you might use in this category and just being willing to sit with them for this period of practice. I'll say more when we actually move into um, practicing with them. But what's interesting about the neutral person is, you know, we obviously don't know anything about them, but we can know that they're a human being like you, and like you, they've had a lifetime of joys and sorrows, hopes and fears, successes and failures, losses and and, um, grief, they've had this whole history. And so even though we can't know the particulars, we know that they've suffered, we know that they've grieved, 
We know that they've rejoiced. We know that they've been happy. And so we just kind of feel into what's universal, what we share, the commonality. The Dalai Lama is such an inspirational figure for me, I'm sure for many of us. And one of the amazing things about him is whenever someone meets him, they come away feeling like they've just met their best friend and that he's seen them and connected with them in a way they often don't feel. And so people often ask him, what is it that you do? Why do people love you so much? And he kind of looks a little bemused and he says, I don't do anything special. I just find what's common. What's, you know, I I recognize our shared humanity and that's what I relate to, whoever it is that I'm speaking to. So he does that, even though, you know, he must meet hundreds of people, thousands of people, you know, a week or whatever, just, you know, people wanting to shake his hand, but each person feels that connection that he makes with them. That's that capacity to feel into what we share rather than often looking for what separates us, trying to hold ourselves uh, separate from the other. So it's kind of a... um, like all the meta practice, it's a flow. I really think of meta like a river, like water. It's finding its way. It may come against, up against obstacles, you know, rapids and rocks and cliffs or whatever, but we flow with it and we try to find a way to connect. So it's fluid. It's not fixed. It's not rigid. There's no right way to do this. Each one of you will lean into this a little bit and then... Mm-mm they're not quite working, and then find another way. Again, the wise instruction in metta is if it's too difficult, whatever category, being, whatever's up for you, go to where it's easier. So back away to an easier person, um, simplify the practice, steady yourself, and then when you feel ready, see if you can again move in that direction. So again, that sense of flowing. We're not pushing and struggling, but we're just seeing how this practice can flow in this particular category of the neutral person. So again, don't expect, you know, no pushing, no expectation, just can we bring this person up in our heart-mind and just be willing to sit with them for the practice period this afternoon and explore what is it like to wish this person well that we don't really know. And when we do, um, as we add people to our list of beings, we don't need to include every category in every sitting. It can get too complicated. So today I'll suggest starting with yourself, and then you can choose. It's good, especially with the neutral person, until you've made a connection with them, to warm up the field a little. So we'll choose whoever's easy for you, then we'll introduce the neutral person, and then, as I said, if, if it feels you're really not connecting, uh, can go back to somewhere easier. I mean, you can audition a few people for this role again, but you're not looking for the hit because there isn't a hit to be had in the beginning with this. That's the very definition of neutral. It's more, can I develop this sense of kindness to this being that I don't know? And so we have to stay with a little Neutrality, it can be subtle, this practice, but it can certainly deepen. So let's begin again by sitting comfortably. If you need to adjust your posture, relax or straighten, just checking in 
always keeping our practice really connected and based in a felt sense of the body. The breath can be so helpful in encouraging, supporting that sense of presence. So letting the breath be comfortable, whether that means a few deeper breaths to invite some relaxation, or a softer breath, whatever it is for you. This dignified, upright, but relaxed posture. This direct felt sense of yourself sitting here, breath and body filled with mindfulness. And again, this warming up of the field through appreciation, said that the proximate cause of metta is reflecting on the goodness of the person. And you just Let the mind open to some soft appreciation of the effort that you've put in in these days of practice. Just sitting here in a hole where we're practicing loving kindness, you showed up to develop that quality, beautiful aspiration in the heart. So even if there's not conscious words, Can you just let it warm the field a little? A sense of kindness towards yourself, appreciation, gratitude for the conditions that have allowed you to be here, enough health in the body and mind to practice. And out of that sense of warmth, of kindness, sending the phrases of metta towards yourself. Image of yourself sitting here in another place of safety or happiness. Metta for yourself as a young child. Hold that child in your lap and with kindness and with love, wish them well.
Now either staying with metta for self or bringing in this person in the easy category who you've been practicing with, where the heart just easily opens, the sense of warmth and affection, taking some time to connect with this person, your sense of them, a visual image, their name, what you appreciate about them. Letting them come sit here with you in the room. In front of you, beside you. Sometimes we even just rest the image, sense of the person in the heart area. Whatever works to develop that sense of connection, friendliness, appreciation. And saying the phrases for this person, maybe a pet, dog, or a cat, or a bird, whatever.
Now bringing in this person you've chosen as your neutral person. As you invite them into the field of metta, seeing what helps to connect with them as a human being. Hopefully you have some sort of visual sense of them that can be helpful. Perhaps you know their name. Maybe you know a little bit about them just from where they work, casual conversation you've had. But mainly just this reflection that they, like you, have had parents, maybe children, they've had pets, they've had work that supported them, they live somewhere, they have a home, and they wish to be happy. They don't want to suffer. Finding your way into sending the phrases of metta to this person too. Sometimes with the neutral person, you can actually join with them in the metta. So saying, just as I wish to be safe, may you be safe. Or may we be safe. You feel that sense of connection. You just lean in a little to this person. As I said, not expecting any strong feeling necessarily, but seeing what develops as you just sit with them and wish them well. If you find it's really dry or not connecting, always find to back up a little, go back to where it's easier, steady with the feeling of kindness, and then see if you can come back. Sometimes you can even alternate phrases or have the neutral person sit with your friend or benefactor and send to them both. Again, just like the water flowing, you see if we can find a way to expand and include this person in the field of metta. Just very gently, no pressure or over-efforting, exploration of expanding the heart to include this person.
So again, encourage you to continue this exploration of metta on in your own practice, whether you do a f- another formal sitting or walking or even more, but including uh, the neutral person. So again, you can just feel your way into what's the sequence, the the um, rhythm that works best for you. Maybe you start with self, maybe you start with benefactor or friend, some with a neutral person, finish with yourself. There's no right way to do it, but they're all just doorways to different um, ways of being and ways of cultivating this feeling of, of kindness and acceptance. So really helpful to just continue the exploration on your own.